You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the War Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Let's talk about Auburn basketball. Here we are in August. It's almost football season, and here comes Auburn basketball. They traveled to Israel, played their first exhibition game yesterday against the under-20 national team, and beat them to the fine tune of 117 to 56 in that game, guys. Uh, let's talk about a few newcomers, shall we? Let's 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 break this down. One of the newcomers that I definitely want to bring up is five-star recruit Johan Triori, who logged 20 points and eight rebounds. He was a leading scorer of that game, and again, Auburn is led by another talented five-star forward in his front court. What was our thoughts about Johan Traore? He came off the bench in this game. Uh, he was in the rotation, which he came on with Cardwell. How do we think this kid did, and, and, and what do we like about his game? Treat your boys. Chill Boys underwear is designed for maximum comfort with enough space to keep you cool, calm, and comfortable. Chill Boys underwear will help you keep the boys close. Uh, not too close. When the game is on the line, you won't break a sweat with Chill Boys underwear. Whether it's left boy, right boy, or both boys, Chill Boys provides your boys comfort like you've never felt. Visit chillboys.com and use code RAPPORT, that's R-A-P-P-O-R-T, and get 15% off of your order. Maximize your chill with Chill Boys. I honestly, it was very hard to tell how good anybody for us was if they were above 6-6 because there was no resistance from that other team. I, I, sure. I saw people tweeting about it saying everybody that is usually on their under-20 team wasn't there. They played, uh, maybe their professional, I think their professional league had just played a major game or something. So they, even with that, what they are, the under-20 team, it wasn't even the absolute best of those. So this was a, hey, who wants to sign up to play the men's basketball team for scrimmages in the hot box back in 2001? And like this, this, this game didn't even have to be played. Um, is the hot box still there? Do they still have a hot box? It's there? still there. It's just not the hot box. I think it got renovated into something else. Okay. I think. I have to, I'll have to go walk by there and see. I don't know. But um, yeah, this, I, I want to tell you that everything I saw from Treyor and and Westry was, was just, oh man, but I can't tell anything from that game. And I don't think anybody can tell anything from that game. Uh, we weren't well defended. <laughs> we uh, They didn't put up too much fight on the boards. Um, there wasn't much going there. Now, did I see the skills that weren't the five star? Sure, sure. Saw those skills. Um, saw that size, and, and and saw the light on his feet. That that I'm interested to see how how that continues going forward. But I don't think you, I'm I'm not getting excited about this. We're we're going to have much stiffer competition on Sunday and Monday. That's what I want to see. I don't expect those brand new guys to look so composed and, and 
be able to to just do what exactly what they want to do against people who have been professionals for years and years and years. And that's more or less exactly how I want to see them get baptized. Like, okay, here's a grown up pushing you back. Can you can you get to the spot you want to get to? Are are you, you going to kind of shrink up a little bit because you've never been pushed like that on the floor in a in a real game? So we'll see. But I'm still glad to see what I saw from everybody. Yeah. It was good from everybody. Mike says uh, for some of those guys who are missing off of Israel's team, it was a military obligations as well. Mm. And I think they mentioned mm. that too on the SEC okay. Network when that game was being played. Mm. Let's talk about another newcomer, and and I know we talked about how undersized Israel was and how young that team was. <clears throat> but let, let's talk about Morehead State transfer Janai Broom. He registered seventeen points, nine rebounds. Uh, I mean, because of how undersized Israel, uh, Team Israel was, a lot of second-chance points, all due to, n- not all due to, but he Janai Broom was a big part of that in that game. I, what did you see from him in terms of his skill set and what he brings potentially to this team, uh, given that Walker Kessler is off to the NBA? I'll, I'll answer about Janai Broom, and I want to circle back about Johan. But um, Janai Broom, what I liked about him is he's, Everything that's advertised so far is about his ability to protect the rim. He wasn't giving up free buckets. Right. No free buckets when Broom is in the game. He's he's challenging shots. He's he's altering shots. He's blocking shots. He was doing that really well. He was a menace on the glass. Um, he's and and I I don't think that for him specifically, it's really about his height. Because he's not like a a big leaper or anything like that. He's good at anticipation and position. Um, he just knows how to use his frame to be able to be in the spots he needs to be defensively and on the glass. So I liked a lot of what I saw from him. I liked his ability to finish around the rim um, from not the best angles all the time. He's a good post presence in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not talking about him right now, but I do like the high-low that I saw between him and, um, what's my guy's name, uh, Cardwell. Dylan Cardwell did a really good job with post-entry, um, specifically with Janai Broom sealing. Like, I, I thought that they did well with a, a high-low combination, uh, surprisingly. And we'll get to Dylan Cardwell and the things that I liked about him for sure. Uh, let me circle back to Johan uh, Trior, though, because one of the things that I liked about him was he made his free throws. Yeah. He looked really comfortable Mm -hmm. and at ease at the free throw line. And that's going to be important because he is going to be a big guy that people are looking to foul a lot. Um, So as long as he continues to be big, whether he's making a lot of shots or not, if he's active and he's making sure that he's in there in the paint on the offensive glass and making himself available for whatever down low, he's going to get fouled, right? And that's not a winning proposition if he continues to be – I mean, because – you can tell a lot, even if someone's making or missing free throws, about how they approach their free throws. He looked super comfortable at the free throw line. Now, it's not a pressure situation, but free throws are free throws. He looked good at it. So I do like what I saw out of that. The only thing I didn't like about him, uh, which is going to be a problem from him, for him always, um, is, well, that this won't be a problem always, but every because he is taller, he's going to have to work on not bringing the ball down as low so right. much because he was getting stripped down low. Uh, pretty frequently, and he's got to get stronger with his hands and realize if I'm going to bring it down there, the, the shorter guys, that's the only thing they can do. They can't block it, 
So he's going to have to be stronger with it or or work on his positioning in that way to make sure that he can he can get the opportunities to finish around the rim because he does look like he can do that fairly well. Um, so I did like what I saw out of both of those big men. Mike G, I'm going to get you in here, man. Uh, Katie Johnson scored 13 points, had five assists and three steals, but he came off the bench. Uh, earning his start was Wendell Green. He had eight points, seven boards, five assists really running the offense. What did you like about that? Uh, and, and would you ex- do you expect to see more of Wendell <coughs> Green starting in the upcoming season? He didn't hit a three. I mean, he looks kind of regular. Guard play, I think, is still a concern. So I'll just wrap that all into one question. Uh, I'm still kind of concerned about guard play based on what I saw. But then again, I don't, I don't know how, like, the competition level wasn't very high either so you know i'm not sure anybody went out there and did anything impressive from a guard perspective they got into lanes defensively and they you know they stole passes i think katie had um he had three steals wendell had two steals i wonder we asked bruce pearl about shooting on this team and what the identity would be I mean, with Broom and Johan and some of those guys, I think we look a lot better inside than we do out at this point. So I wasn't super impressed with Wendell Green uh, at all. I actually I actually liked the game that Wendell Green had, not from a shooting standpoint. He didn't take a lot of shots. I liked what he did from just a facilitation and running the offense standpoint. He didn't look out of control when he was in the game for the most part. He looked aggressive when he could, um, but... The the bigger issue when, when we talk about poor guard play for me is we still don't look like we're a three-point shooting team. We don't right, look right, like right. we can threaten people from the outside at any level of consistency yet. KD had a couple of good looks, but it's not one of those things where it looks like as the ball rotates around, you're going to find a shooter who's like, oh, man, you can't leave that guy open. I just right, don't right. know who that shooter is for this team right now. Or you're going to need one or two of those to be able to fill it up. So we've got to get the three-point presence better. Um, So if you're talking about scoring from the guard position, yeah, there wasn't anything super impressive. But I do like KD didn't look out of control for the most part of this game. Mm. Wendell Green didn't look out of control. Zeb Jasper was almost non-existent in this game. Like he wasn't— I don't know that he does well as the coming off the bench guy, maybe because the rotation of the guards was like five guards, right? As opposed right, to the normal right, two to three right. guards that, because you know, you had Westry running point at one point in time. Zepp Jasper ran point very seldomly. Wendell Green was running point uh, for periods of time. Uh, Trey Donaldson was running. point, So you had like four or five guys who were bringing the ball up court. And that's usually Zepp's uh, role. Uh, but he just, I mean, he, I think Zepp hit one, three, uh, he he missed another one really bad. It was an ugly uh, brick of, of a three that he put up there. But for the most part, I just didn't see the harassing the guy of, you know, three quarters of the court type of thing that you see out of Zip Jasper. So hopefully as the, the competition gets better, we'll see them get into a more solid rotation and he'll get into a place where he's more of an impact on the game. Um, but yeah, I, th- that's one thing I think we, the shooting still has to get better for sure. I've- I've noticed that Zip has a tendency to shrink if he's out there with uh, Wendell. Wendell. Um, yeah. Wendell does become the primary ball handler. And outside and he's the of better that, shooter, though. Like, he's the better spot-up shooter, and I don't understand why yeah. he can't just get into that role of like, okay, I'm not the ball handler, but let me be the off-guard who can shoot and spot up. I, I, I still haven't figured that out yet, but 
Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. So you mentioned him. Let's go ahead and talk about him. Uh, Dylan Cartwell recorded his first double-double, had 12 points, 14 boards, was very active defensively, active on the boards, and created a lot of second-chance shots, uh, was able to get 12 just off of off of just crashing the boards. B, talk about Dylan Cartwell and just, I mean, of course, picking up where he left off last year, being a high-energy guy, coming off the bench, and just bringing a lot of effort with his play. I mean, listen, I think um, he hit he hit a little hook shot. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then Mike G was in the chat like, man, that was a smooth looking shot. I was like, oh, now Kareem turned into Kareem in the offseason. Uh, no, nah, I don't expect him to do that a lot. But I, I'm sure he has been able to improve his game because he had to be focused on that. He flirted with the idea of the NBA for a moment. We know his weaknesses were his ability to finish at the rim especially in the pick and roll and those hands, man, he couldn't collect and corral the ball consistently. And um, he seemed to have a better hands game yesterday. There was a better hands game for him. He's always going to be a good defender. But again, the, when you're defending guys who are six inches shorter than you, I'm not, again, that's not the best measurement of how good are you still or how you have improved as a defender. But I mean, I think it's, it's still looking up. Um, I to see that move from him, an offensive move of any kind from Cartwell. Huh. Hey, I'm, I, I was impressed. I it just, I wonder if now Bruce is like, okay, if if Cartwell's just that much better on the offensive end, if he can catch those lobs, if he can catch that pass in traffic when Wendell gets it to him, because I'm, I mean, kind of the ice point, I like Wendell's game. He wasn't a great scorer, but I think when you've got Treyor on the court, when you've got um, Flanagan on the court, Broom, who is a good offensive big, I don't need Wendell to go crazy. I would much rather him be down there dishing and, and, and distributing and keeping the offense flowing because even if he could just go solo and go crazy, he also we also risk kind of stagnating the rest of the offense. And I think a lot of the guys need to be involved to stay active, especially the young guys. You can't ask a Trey Ward to go out there like, hey, man, just get in where you fit in. Man, that's that's prime time for freshmen to kind of just loaf it a little bit. And you don't want that, so you want to keep it moving. I think Wendell did a good job of that. Um, I wonder if Bruce would play Broom and Cartwell simultaneously in the season. Because then you look just unstoppable defensively. I mean, assuming... Both of those guys are going to be moving their feet enough to to guard some threes and fours. But yeah, man, I I like the I like the idea that Cartwell improves enough offensively to be able to keep him on the floor with another big and not just an offensive big like Treyor because Treyor will have to develop defensively. He's his primary value right now is going to be offense. But Broom and Cartwell on the court at the same time, I'm I'm interested in that. Yeah, they looked good on the floor together, man. I liked everything I saw from Dylan Cartwell's game. Um, he looked, you know, he he still had the energy that he's always played with. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was still solid as far as being able to be a, a rim protector. He played 
better when he had to go out. For, so that's one thing because uh, the Israeli team was so much smaller. Uh, they were playing essentially the same offense that Miami ran against us in the tournament that got us bounced up out of there. Now, they're not mm. as skilled as Miami, not as quick. Right, right. Um, but what you did see out of the team was their ability to basically just switch everything, including the bigs. Like, they were just, they were switching everything. and But they did a good job of making sure that their bigs didn't have to guard out on the perimeter too high, too early in the shot clock. Uh, they were switching a lot of stuff down low. It's like, all right, cool, if you want to bring a guard to set a low screen, we're just going to switch off of it. If you're going to bring a big to go set a high screen, we're going to switch early and put a, a small on that big because they're go screening anyway, so somebody's going to slip down low. So the bigs were kind of playing quasi-zone until it got late in the clock and they were just trying to um, be uh, aggressive on everything. They did a really good job of, I think, as a staff, adjusting to the five wide, the five out offense, because they're like, all right, we got we we saw this and it made us look silly in the tournament last year. We've got a different plan that we're going to go in against it, and they executed it really well against again sub, sub um, subpar competition, but really good job of adjusting how they allow people to attack them when they know that that's the top style of basketball that they're going to be playing. But I liked everything that I saw from Dylan Cartwell from a footwork standpoint, hand standpoint. He made great passes. Um, he looked like he was just as spry in his energy on the defensive end, man. Um, props to him, man, because I was one of those people who was like, man, I don't know, man. Dylan Carwell, he's good, but I don't know if he's starter good. He was playing starter good yesterday. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing his maturation and, again, seeing how that translates when the bodies are bigger around him because his footwork looked good, right? So if he can still move well, having big bodies bump against you shouldn't change that. Hopefully his confidence remains at that level where it is, though. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, John Brandon here uh, got a quote from him. He says, Flanagan looked in control and confident. Me like ye. Now, there's a lot of people, uh, was on, especially on Twitter, was really hyped and excited about Flanagan. Flanagan looked a lot more comfortable. Um, I think that's that's the word I would use to describe his play yesterday. He was 4 of 10. Scored 10 points, had five rebounds on four assists. Uh, Mike G, your thoughts on on Flanagan uh, and what you saw out of him yesterday? Yeah, he looked like he trusts that Achilles a lot. I saw like driving to the hole, he looked like he had a little bit more explosion. Um, you know, uh, he put up a really good looking three pointer. He was one for three from three. Um, I like I I think Flanagan's on his way back. I think he looked a lot more confident. And uh, he played about 18 minutes, so he was up there in terms of minutes played uh, based on team averages. Uh, they're going to need him this year. They're going to need him to be, uh, you know, based on what I saw from, well, I don't know, it's, it's hard to make too many judgments from this first game. Right. Like, you know, the makeup of this team. Without Jabari Smith, this team is a different team. This is a, this is a, this is a drastically different team, and especially without Walker Kessler as well, too. So, like, um We'll see in the next game how Flanagan does, but I just think from a health standpoint, he looked he looked healthy. Looked like he hit the weights. He looked like he was in great shape, um, and he just kind of looked. You know, I think there was times last season where he just looked lost on the court, and he didn't look lost on the court yesterday. I thought he looked. I thought he. I thought he looked good out there. So, well, they'll continue to build on that. It's August. He's got time, but um, he definitely looked like he took a step forward a few steps forward this offseason. 
Yeah, that step back was nice though. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna yeah. hold him. That step back was really nice. So he just he just looked a lot more comfortable. Uh, Jamal Cunningham, appreciate you, man, super chatting us. He says all of our guards are combo guards. They can play both well, but won't be great at either position. Thoughts on that, gentlemen? I think yeah, Zeppi I mean, is a great defensive guard. He's so he's not a great um penetration guard. So if you can get him to defend well and hit a spot up three. Great value for a guard. So I'm I'm, I'm disagreeing slightly because I do think he is great defensively. He is not great offensively, but he can be incredibly useful offensively. So I do think it makes more sense to have him out there with the Wendell who can create penetrating dish. Um, But it just didn't it didn't seem like they had that working well yet. Um, Zep getting used to not being the person that's the primary ball handler. I'm glad they took KD out of the starting lineup. That didn't make a lot of sense to me because what you had was neither Zep nor KD last year could distribute. So the offense looked stagnant. We just kind of, we always got down early, especially the last half of the year. We got down big and then we make these pushes to come back because we defend and Wendell can get the offense moving a little bit. Um, But I I agree that we seem to not have a all-world guard in that sense. Like there's no Michael Jeffrey Jordan out there. Obviously, it means... He's in Charlotte doing his thing. Um, I'm, I don't know if we need it if we have the right mix of players on the court, though. And that's really what Bruce has to find. Like, we saw some some energy and some speed out of Donaldson, but he also looked a little out of control. I mean, he's, hey, I mean, got people, he would still, he wouldn't be in high school right now, but he just got here. Like, he just got here. We, we're, it's going to take some time for us to see who can be that really, really, impressive scorer we we i don't think we have a scorer at point and that's what a lot of people want to see we want to see a guy who's fast breaking down the court um can clean up and 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 finish very well at the rim in in some weird positions while taking contact but also do some distributing and also cooper yeah yeah but i mean he was undersized his shot wasn't great but i mean like i said we we don't have an all-world dude no we don't we don't have a harper Right, we don't have a Jared right. on this right. team. Yeah. Right, so that's what people I think want to see from the point position. But honestly, we don't need that from the point position. If everybody who's at guard could shoot thirty three to thirty eight percent from three, we're great. That's it. We shot way worse than that last year. Like as a team, we shot low thirties. That's not good enough. If as a team, or really from the guard position, because Jabari really inflated our stats as a team from three. If from the guard position, I say we shoot 35 to 40, we're great. We're great. So we need KD's shot to land more often. If he's going to get as many shots as he got last year, he needs to hit them. He can he can be crazy and, and high energy, but you got to hit those shots. You can't go 0 for 14 in a, in a SEC tournament game. It's more about our ability to hit shots. And then every guard's strengths will look like, oh, well, they're great. Yeah, Zepp is not distributing, but if he's hitting that three at a high enough clip, it won't matter that he can't distribute because Wendell will be doing that. Yeah, it'll all fit together, but Bruce has to get those guys in, in, in tune. So I'm glad they're getting some of this experimentation out of the way now. That's why this trip is extremely helpful. You don't have to guess once you get into exhibition. Oh, what are we going to do with you if we got you on the court with you? No, let's. we got an international trip to figure that out. I think it's going to be great for them. Uh, let's, before we get into some of the questions, let's, let's talk about Chance Westry, another newcomer. Yeah, yeah. He logged 13 points, was very efficient, and uh, there was a lot of things I liked from him, especially in terms of his ball handling, 
Um, another he gives you another guy who can who can bring the ball up, but was very efficient in 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 his in his points. Five of eight shooting. Thoughts on on Chance Westry, right? Yeah, I was super impressed with Chance Westry. Uh, first and foremost, just from him, he is the guard we needed last year. He was the alternate ball handler that's a big ball handler. Like when last year, when teams wanted to shut down our pick and roll, they did so by hedging out high and bottling up our short guards. That's not going to be the that's not going to be as easy with a Chance Westry if he's the guy who's initiating that, and he looks like he can be a ball handler distributor out top um slash into the uh, to the hole and he can shoot over the top because he is six 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 seven type of guy right like under control like he didn't look like he looked like he was the kind of guy who can be your secondary ball handler at any point in time and catalyze your offense in a different way than a Wendell Green or a Zepp Jasper or KD Johnson could but the most impressive thing about him for me was how he defended out top Mm -hmm. he was he was a menace if a guy's trying to to like in the passing lane uh, on ball defense, he is a and this is you no know, his his high school tape bears this out. He is committed on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. He did a really great job on defense, just making it hard for them to get into anything um, when he was out there on the court because of his length and he has the agility to stay with shorter players mm-hmm. that are quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so I loved what I saw from him on the defensive end. He is going to be again the type of player that changes what you can do offensively because he can play a big point. When you can have a guy who can be a big point guard, it changes what defenses are able to do against you. And it's going to make the kind of stuff that Bruce likes to run more effective because again, you can't just jump out on chance Westry and double team him. He can throw over the top. It's no problem. Okay, great. Now you're playing, you know, you're a man short on the back end where all of our trees are. It's a different proposition. The only thing you're missing is that guy who you can swing it to on the back end and hit a three. If you ha- if we can find a shooter that can catch and shoot a la how Jabari Smith was able to do last year, mm-hmm. ugh, that becomes a different team to play ball against because now you have the pace that you can utilize with somebody like Wendell who can bring the ball in and he can play at a, a high pace and he can get you in the open court and he can distribute. As long as he's playing under control, you're great. You've got a slasher in KD. You've got a guy who can be your alternate ball handler. If Flanagan is back to being the athletic three, two, three guy, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a really tough team to defend when you've got those trees. When you've got guys who can be ball pressure heavy out top and you've got guys who can block shots on the back end, you're back to being one of the top defensive teams in the country again. Uh, So uh, Chance Westry is is a difference maker for that team, specifically in their ability to have an alternative ball handler and be a menace against whoever they're going to have playing the point guard. D asks, appreciate you watching with us. He says, so who y'all think stepping up to replace Jabari since you, you brought him up, Ike? Uh, who, who do you guys, I mean, wh- how does Auburn produce, uh, yes, how do they replace that production? Uh, we, I mean, the production is going to have to come by committee. We don't have a Jabari Smith on this team because yeah. Jabari Smith was just a unique catch-and-shoot player for someone that tall. And there's nobody currently on this team that can be the guy who – you swing it to, and you just can't leave them open from three. That's a losing proposition for you. Right. We don't have that guy on this team. Um, uh, but I, I do like, again, what we were able to do in 
being better at post-entry and taking advantage of height. Because that's something that we didn't do well last year is when we had height advantages, we weren't taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a better job of that uh, in this game. Hopefully they can continue to do that moving forward. But I don't, I don't know the answer to how do you replace Jabari Smith because he's just such a unique person. And again, we don't have that particular skill set on this team. So it's going to have to be a combination of a lot of things that can produce um, his numbers as far as offensive productivity. I mean, he was a, a mid-teens guy for the majority of the year. That's not a crazy amount of points to be able to reproduce because he wasn't like the go-to guy. It, did, it wasn't until later in the season that they started running stuff through him. And I think we'll see kind of who can be the person that we run sets through uh, going forward as the season progresses. <laughs>